you sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and day will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learn to proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. Welcome back, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope you are doing amazing today. This is episode number 30 of the Launch Into Freedom podcast, a show for health and wellness coaches who want to create attention for their business and lasting freedom in the process. I'm your host, Michael Hoffman, and every Tuesday, I'm going to bring you a fast action episode, a quick tip, a hack, or an actionable strategy that you can implement in your business right away. Let me start off by saying, can you believe it that it's already episode 30 of the podcast. Like I'm still in disbelief that I made it this far um, with all the amazing guests that I had on the show, with all you listeners out there who tune in every week, maybe sometimes even twice to listen to me talk about all things marketing, business and mindset. And in the last weeks, we actually hit a massive, massive, massive milestone. We cracked the 10,000 downloads mark on our podcast on the show launch into freedom. Um, And by now we're already at 12,000 downloads again. So thank you so much again. I really appreciate every single one of you. I'm so grateful for you guys tuning in every week. And today I have a goodie for you. Today, I'm going to walk you through my five step framework that I use every single day to attract my dream clients. And One essential part of this framework is that we run paid ads. So when I talk about paid ads, we're talking about Facebook ads, Instagram ads, YouTube ads, even Google Display, Google Discovery, Pinterest, Quora, like you name it, all kinds of paid advertising networks work with this framework. If you hear me referencing Facebook ads all the time in this episode, it is because I work with Facebook ads probably 95% of the time. So One big disbelief or one false belief that a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches and even beginners that never touched any paid ads at all, one false belief that they have is that Facebook ads don't really work anymore, especially after this iOS 14.5 update with all the privacy changes and all the rumors and like horror stories that they heard on the internet from different influencers, different marketers. They think Facebook ads don't work anymore. But the truth is, yes, it is much harder to reach the right people with your ads. But if you listen to last week's Fast Action episode, I think it was episode number 28, where I talked you through one of the big problems that I see with the coaching and course creation industry. You remember that if you know how to communicate with your customers on an intimate level in your ads, Facebook ads and Instagram ads and and every other paid ads platform out there are still one of the most powerful ways to promote your business simply because you're in control, right? With organic marketing, with social media marketing, you are heavily depending on the algorithms out there. 
And yes, you are somewhat dependent on the algorithms for paid advertising as well. But you know, the more money you pour in, the better results or the more results you will get. So paid advertising is still a very powerful way to scale and grow your business. And and if you listen to last week's fast action episode, you remember that I told you the story how I came up with the foundation of what I do in my business and for my clients and inside of my agency. And you probably remember that I am right now still working a full time job for an e commerce company. I am doing the paid advertising there. But back then, three years ago, I had to take on that full time job because I basically ran out of money back then. It was the summer 2018. But what looked like a failure and a disappointment and a step back at that time, it also gave me the opportunity to work with a business that had much more volume and that also advertised on other platforms. Before that, I was basically just advertising on Facebook and Instagram. But now I had the chance to work with Google Display and YouTube and Pinterest and Google Discovery and Quora. And while I was working on these accounts and on these platforms, I asked myself, can I apply these principles that worked for my own business so well for Facebook and Instagram? Can I apply these principles and those foundations to these other platforms? And that's when I started testing things. It wasn't easy at first because Facebook and Instagram, you have to know, are platforms that make it really easy to target the right people and to tell a story. You have the opportunity to write text. You have the option to add a headline. You can run a video. You can have an image in there. You can have carousels. It is much easier to communicate a good story to to tackle different pain points, different challenges, different desires with very minimal effort because Facebook does a lot of that stuff for you. And other platforms don't really offer that. Let me just give you an example. If you never ran Google Display ads, you might have seen them on news sites out there on the internet. And you only get 90 characters for a display ad, for example, to communicate your message. With YouTube ads, you don't even have 90 characters. You have a button and you have a headline of 15 characters. So you really need to be concise and actually yeah, compress your messaging into a very limited space. For YouTube, for example, you really need to produce a quality video, even with less text, as I just mentioned. And for me in that situation, it was very difficult to understand my dream client here. You have to know that my full-time job is basically for an e-commerce company that sells appliance and power tool repair parts. And if you remember the foundation of my business, everything bases on understanding my dream customer, understanding them inside and out. What are their pain points? What are their desires? Where do they hang out on the internet? Like what are their hobbies? What is their psychological background? But since my full-time job is to promote appliance and power tool repair parts, that is not something people really desire, right? So we really needed to dial in on the challenges and maybe even the past failures that they were facing. If you remember, the three biggest hooks that we can throw out there with paid ads are addressing their challenges, their desires, and their past failures. And the desire, yes, is to maybe get your dishwasher back up and running. But that is not very sexy, right? A dishwasher is supposed to work and not leak or do whatever. So we really needed to dial in on the challenges and the past failures. Maybe they tried fixing it in the past and they failed. So 
I did. Like, it was more of a coincidence that I listened to a podcast episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast with Michael Selzner um, by Social Media Examiner. And his guest on this episode, it's a while back, I can link it in the show notes below. His guest was Ralph Burns. And Ralph Burns is the CEO, I think, of a digital advertising agency called Tier 11. And they talked about the different levels of awareness. If you're not familiar with the different levels of awareness, every customer has a different level of awareness on their customer journey. And the five levels are they're either unaware, they can be problem aware. That means that they know that they have a problem. They just don't know that there is a solution out there. They can be solution aware, they can be product aware, and they can be most aware. So let me give you a couple of examples for each of these different levels. So let's stick with the example of back pain. So your ideal customer deals with back pain and you are a chiropractor who can help them. And people that are at the unaware level, they have back pain. They get up in the morning out of bed, they are stiff, they can't really walk smoothly, they take like an hour to actually warm up and get going in the morning. But for them, it's just normal. For them, it's just part of their day-to-day life. They might have dealt with that back pain for multiple years already, and it's just part of their life. Those are the people that are unaware. They don't even know that they have a problem. The next level are the people that are problem aware. Those people know that they have a problem. Clearly. So they know that they have back pain. They know that something is wrong in their back, but they are somewhat hopeless. They tried a lot of different things in the past and they never really worked for them. The back pain always came back and they are not really aware of a solution that will actually help them out there. They just know that they have this problem, back pain. Then once people understand that there is a solution, you might have introduced them to your, to your solution, they graduate basically to the solution aware level. And that's when they know, okay, for example, daily exercise helps or monthly chiropractic adjustments is something that will help get rid of the back pain. So I'm just throwing things out here. So don't publicly shame me here if I say something medically completely wrong. I just go from my own experience here as a six foot eight guy dealing with back pain. So let's stick with the example. The solution is monthly chiropractic adjustments. So they know that now, but there are hundreds and thousands, depending on where you live, chiropractors out there who offer that. So the next step you want to take people to is the product awareness stage. So the product awareness stage could also be called the offer awareness. So they know that your offer exists, that your chiropractic practice exists, and that you can offer something that other chiropractors don't. So now it's all about just graduating them to the most aware level, which is they came to your practice, they already got a couple adjustments, and you want to sign them as a recurring client. So those are the five levels of awareness, unaware, problem aware, solution aware, product aware, and most aware. This is a very traditional marketing concept, right? The different levels of awareness. It is not new. I didn't invent it. Ralph Bernstein invented it. It is very standard marketing knowledge. But when I combined this understanding of the levels of awareness with the basic understanding of my customer that I had at that time, I was able to create a framework that's really easy to remember. And that literally works on every single ad platform out there to attract your dream clients, even if they only need a new rack for the dishwasher. So let me walk you through this five step framework maybe get a pen and paper and write that down because this is 
really important stuff and it can actually really help you elevate your paid advertising strategies and your paid advertising campaigns performance. So the five-step framework, step one, it starts with what we talked about in episode 28, understanding your dream customer. So I mentioned it before, what are their challenges? What are their deepest desires? What are their past failures? You really need to dig deep and understand that for your dream customer. And how do you do that? Well, with one simple thing, ask questions. So if you have an email list, if you have a Facebook group, or if you even are a part of someone else's Facebook group that has your dream client, don't be scared to ask questions. Ask these questions. What are they struggling with? What are their desires? What have they tried in the past that didn't work? Ask questions and listen. By listening, I also mean go into other groups, go into public forums if they still exist, message boards, YouTube comments, Facebook comments, Instagram comments. Those platforms are a goldmine to do customer research and to understand your dream customer. And when you've done that, make sure you write everything down in a Google Doc, in a spreadsheet, like maybe even just pen and paper if you're that old school. Or you can also just get my magnetic ads training where you get a digital worksheet where it's basically all lined out for you. You just have to type in the different challenges, the different um, desires, the different failures, and you get so much more with it. I'm going to link the Magnetic Ads framework in the show notes of this episode in the description down there. So you can go sign up for that and grab it for free. Now, step two of this framework is to identify the level of awareness of your dream client. That's what we just talked about. Where are they in their customer journey? That's a really important point to understand. Do they actually know that this back pain that they have can actually be cured or that something and their left toe is actually causing that back pain. Like I've learned some weird stuff while I was in physiotherapy and saw a lot of chiropractors during my career as a professional athlete. So do they actually know what you think they know? Have they maybe already tried a few solutions to yeah, cure their back pain issues? You got to identify that where they are and add it to your spreadsheet that you made with your customer research. Now, the third step is to decide on the platform where you want to run your ads. Now we get a little bit more tactical here. Your research that you did in the previous two steps will actually already help you with that to identify where it makes the most sense for you to run your paid ads. But you can also check out your competitors and see where they run ads. Or again, just ask your customers and see how they behave on the internet. Are they on maybe Instagram? Do they use Pinterest a lot? Do they watch a lot of YouTube videos? Are they actually just hanging out on Facebook or just they're reading articles on news sites? Then maybe Google Display or Google Discovery would be a good platform for you. Now, after we did our customer research, after we figured out what level of awareness they are on right now, and after we decided where we want to run our ads, the fourth step is a bit advanced. But if you can use tools like the Facebook Ads Library or even SEM Rush, I'm going to link both of them in the show notes of this episode. It shouldn't be too complicated either to actually spy on your competitors and see how they are communicating with their customers through their ads. So what do I mean by that? The Facebook ads library, for example, gives you a massive database of all the ads that are currently running on Facebook. So you can just 
search your competitor in there. You go to facebook.com forward slash ads forward slash library. Again, I posted in the show notes below. And you just type in the page name of your competitor and then you see all the ads that they're currently running. And you can check out what images are they using? How do they word their headlines? Which pain points do they address in their copy? And maybe even what kind of videos do they run and do they produce? That is really important because we don't want to reinvent the wheel, right? We want to stick to something that already works. And one secret hack here is always check out the ads of your competitors that run the longest. So a lot of times we base our decisions and we model stuff that our competitors are only running for a couple days. Like Facebook ads library will tell you how long this ad is already up live. But most of those ads are still in the testing phase. So our competitor doesn't even know if this ad is actually successful or not. So the further you scroll down on this page, the older the ads will be and the longer they will run. So if an ad, for example, we are now in almost July when I record this episode, when there is an ad out there that runs since like last year, November, you know that this is a successful ad and that this ad is bringing results in. So you can model this one, no doubt. And lastly, the last step in this framework is something I already talked about here on the podcast, and that is setting goals. I will have another episode on just how to set goals for your Facebook ads soon, but just know that the easiest way to reach your goals with your ads is to actually have some. Again, I repeat myself here, but you can't grow what you can't measure. So how many leads do you want to generate for, let's say, in the next 30 days with your ads? How much revenue do you want to make with your next launch that you run ads for? Those are all numbers that will help you determine your budget and that will give you reassurance when you feel like your campaigns are not going your way. You can just track the numbers and see, okay, we are on track to hit our goals so we don't have to make any rash decisions. And that's the framework. That's my five-step framework to consistently attract my dream clients with paid ads. Let me recap it real quick again for you. So step number one, you have to understand your dream client, their challenges, their desires, their past failures. Step number two is to understand their level of awareness. Are they aware of their problems or are they completely unaware of what's going on in their life? Step number three You got to decide on the advertising platform where you want to run your paid ads. And step number four, spy on your competitors. There's nothing wrong with spying on your competitors' ads as long as you don't copy them one-to-one. We don't copy, we model. And then step number five, which is probably one of the most important steps and probably one of the most overlooked steps in every framework, is to set goals. Know your numbers, know what you're striving for. All right, my friend, I really hope you enjoyed today's fast action episode. If you did, as always, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss any new episodes. I know this new Apple Podcasts app is somewhat frustrating sometimes. For me, I barely can get in because it doesn't load. But if you make it in there, make sure to check out the Launch Into Freedom podcast and hit that subscribe button. Uh, Listen to a couple more episodes if you enjoyed this one. Remember, we have two episodes a week coming out, always Tuesdays, which will be shorter episodes, fast action episodes, and Thursdays. Thursdays, I usually have an expert guest on where we go deep on an individual topic. And if you haven't done so yet, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts because this really helps to broaden the impact that this podcast can have. 
I mentioned it before, we already have 12,000 downloads with the show and I want to impact even more health and wellness experts out there with the show because I got so much great feedback from you through Instagram, through Facebook, on my email list. Like so many people reach out to me and say that they really enjoyed listening to this podcast, especially with the expert guests that I bring on. So leaving a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts actually really helps the podcast to get more visibility and reach more people. And so we can actually bring more value to health and wellness coaches out there. I would super appreciate it and I would be forever grateful. Again, just go to Apple Podcasts, search for Launch into Freedom and leave a quick rating and a review there. Thank you so much again for listening in. I really appreciate your time that you spend with me every single week here. I hope you have an awesome week and I'll see you guys in the next episode.